Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raising Bulls, brought to you by the beautiful game network, Icarus FC, and Roughneck Scarves. Uh, we're still doing the quarantine thing, so we're, we're just talking to some players. We don't have any kind of recaps or anything, but, um, you know, using this time to talk to the new guys and see how they're doing and see what they're keeping up to. And uh, today we got Samad Buntong, uh, first-year player. He had played in the academy, went to Marist. Now he's with the team. They liked what they saw. They they played a bit fullback in the first match, and I thought he had some good moments and some bad moments. Uh, you'll hear that he's uh, he's really going over everything with a fine-toothed comb while uh, while uh, quarantining. So uh, I expect him to to turn things around when he gets back out there and uh, play at an even higher level. Anyway, it was really nice to talk to him. I'm glad I got to, and I think you guys will enjoy it. So here goes. And we're back. It's our second episode, our mini-sode during the uh, the quarantine, and we're here with Samad Buntong. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to speak to me today. Hey, thanks for having me. Hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, I, I talked about this a little bit last week, but this is certainly not the way that I think most people expect their first year in the pros to go. Uh, how are you holding up? Um... It is a little disappointing, but um, this time away, it's it's helped me, I want to say, get my head to get together a little bit, especially after the first game. It was kind of uh, kind of nerve-wracking playing my first game, and I've, I've finally been able to settle down. Um, and taking this time away, it's just focusing on stuff I thought I needed to work on since the first game. So I think this time away has been good. In some, for some reasons, but in another reasons, you know, I've been anxious to play again. So, yeah, of course, and and I know that you're familiar with the team and the coaches and everything, uh, but still, coming into a new team, you want to be able to settle in with your teammates, and it's it's definitely weird to to have such a a prolonged and quick break. Right, right. Well, yeah, everyone. Uh, yeah, it is a new team, but you know, all my teammates and stuff like that. Good thing, you know. Um, We've all been able to to create good friendships, I guess, and get to know each other uh, a lot. And, you know, thankfully, everyone's super cool. And, you know, I've I've gotten a chance to get to know everyone a little bit. And I think, you know, everything's been good. So you mentioned uh, you're able to work on some things that you thought you needed to since the first game. What else are you doing to keep yourself busy right now? Yeah, so the team has us doing workouts and stuff every day. so, you know, every morning I wake up and I just grind the workout out. You know, I'm uh, doing it mostly by myself. Uh, sometimes my dad will come and help me out, pass me the ball a couple of times. But, um, yeah, then that's doing the team workouts and then uh, doing some, some lifting on my own, stuff like that. Watching, I've watched the Tampa Bay game about 50,000 times, <laughs> <laughs> taking notes and stuff, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I guess uh, that... that um for creative types uh when we make a lot of um uh, uh, content that we put out we tend to go over it with a fine tooth comb and start picking apart all these things that maybe most people wouldn't otherwise uh focus on and it sounds like you get to do that with uh the game film because you can spend so much time uh rewatching it yeah yeah uh so you spent a little bit of time with the U23s last season is that right 
Uh, no, I, I never played for the oh. U23s. I only played, yeah, I never played with 23s. Um, I only played for the uh, U18 Academy twice. Okay, what uh, what led you there? Um, so I originally from Seattle. Um, spent my whole spent my whole life in Seattle up until I was 17. Um, I was playing with the uh, Sounders Academy. I started with them at U15. Um, ended up playing with them for another year for U16, and after that year, I uh, eventually got cut from them. And then uh, my dad happened to be moving to New Jersey, and so. He asked me if I wanted to travel for the Red Bulls, and I said, you know what, why not? And then that summer, I ended up trying out for them, and I ended up making the team. What, um, and, what, um, oh, I'm sorry, guys. That was it. Uh, what, oh, yeah, that's it. What was the, uh, the feeling like around, uh, I guess, the, the game in your home? If you were in the, the Sounders Academy, it sounds like you were pretty serious about it early on. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was I started playing soccer when I was, I would say ten. At, at first, when I was like six or seven, my parents got me in got me into baseball. But then uh, I got I was playing catch one time with, with with one of my uncles, and he threw a baseball so hard at my face, my one of my one of my teeth came out. So that was it for baseball. And then, yeah, and then I easily yeah, transitioned into soccer, and that was it. Interesting. I feel like uh, uh, that would be a good reason to drop a sport is to take <laughs> part yeah, yeah. and lose some teeth. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, so w- being that you had experience in both academies, what were the big differences for you? Or was it very similar in terms of what the expectations were? Um, so I, uh, the Sounders Academy, it, it felt like it, it, it didn't really feel as professional as, as the Red Bulls did. Um, at the Sounders, they just, they, they kind of just, you know, there's a tryout and they, they pick 20 something guys to be on the team. And then every weekend it's just, they put whatever 11 they think is good enough to start that week. But then at Red Bulls, it's like, at Red Bulls, it's like you train every week, every week it's like a tryout. And so they treat every training session like it's a tryout. Um, but they also, you know, we're doing video every week. You know, as Sounders, I, I never did, never did video. I never had one-on-one, one-on-one like mandatory uh, talks with my coach or anything like that. But when I came to Red Bulls, it was super serious. Had talks with my coach almost every other day because he thought I needed to work on some things. Um, and it just, at Rebels, it just felt like more like a family, I guess, because the coach really had the coach really tried to uh, try to get to know me more. Um, yeah. Um, Did you have aspirations at that point of turning pro, or um, was that something that sort of developed uh, since moving to uh, the East Coast? Um, I think ever since ever since I was in middle school, that was kind of my dream was to go pro um i think if that wasn't my dream since i was young i wouldn't have made the jump from sounders to red bulls because you know that was my that was my senior year of high school that that i was leaving behind so yeah that's a, you know i couldn't experience pro. that's a big change i couldn't experience young guy. yeah 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 i couldn't experience prom or anything like that so yeah, the move was was kind of a big decision in my life but i already knew what i wanted to do um with my career so 
And then after high school, you went to Marist, right? Yeah, so after my senior year of high school, I ended up doing an extra year with the Red Bulls because um, I, I didn't really get the scholarship offers that I wanted. So I decided to stay another year. And then um, my coach, Simon Nee, at the time, he he was really helping me getting recruited by these teams. And then um, Marist came along with a good offer. And then the following year, I was going to Marist. What was the, the big difference between college ball and academy ball? Uh, so, you know, an academy, especially from the Rebels, all the guys go to, like, really good schools. You know, they go to Stanford, Loyola, Maryland, uh, Princeton, a bunch of, you know, top 25 NCAA teams. Um, and, you know, going to Marist, it's just like you got kids from – from high schools in the area or like uh, from premier teams, you know, not academy teams. So the level is super different. Um, I think my uh, during my freshman year, I think my Red Bull Academy team could have probably beat uh, my marriage team maybe <laughs> throughout all four years. But, um, yeah, so that, that was a really big change. Who does that say more about, the, uh, the college or, or the academy? I feel like the academy um, – with the, the the quality of players that have sort of churned through there, I, I don't feel like that's a, a dismissive statement at all to the level of play at the college. Um, yeah, I mean, when, when you come to Red Bulls, it's like, I feel like most, most people who come to Red Bulls, they want to play professionally. And then when kids, when kids go to college and some, some kids just go to college and play sport for college because they want to, want a scholarship so that they don't have to pay for school and stuff like that or they just want to stay fit and so i think that's a that's a really big difference is the rebels people want to people do want to play pro and when people will go to college it's just like oh, i just want to make it easier for myself later in life so that i don't have to pay student loans and stuff like that so so really the, the really the difference is just like passion for soccer and, and what you want to do with your career I know in, uh, at Red Bulls, a lot of people would train, you know, on their own and stuff like that. When I went to colleges, that was just non-existent for a lot of people. That does make it a sort of weird experience, I would think, for, for guys that are looking to go pro. Uh, but maybe that, that gains some extra resolve to, to sort of meet those, um, those markers that, that were already set in terms of where you saw... Um, your potential as a player, but also the, the work needed to make it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, again, kind of a weird season at this point. Um, but you know, what are you expecting for the rest of the year? Do you, do you think that, um, we'll be seeing games this season? Are you nervous that it might get, uh, the season might get canceled? What's going on right now, uh, in terms of that for you? Um, I, I really hope, we do get back into playing some games, but, um, you know, it's, it's a world issue and, and, you know, people's lives are at risk. So I think taking the time off is more important than thinking about, you know, if I get to play or not, because, you know, these are people's lives we're talking about and not just, not just my career. So I think, I think we should take as much time as we need as possible. Although I am anxious to get out there and play um, and kind of to, to kind of 
to kind of take the pain away of just not playing is I've been just been focusing on how to make myself better. It's just a time for me to, to think about what I need to work on and, and how to, how to improve myself. So in some ways it's, it's, it's kind of a good thing that we're taking a break from games and stuff like that, because I just get to learn more about myself, you know, and I get to spend more times on some other things to keep me sane, like maybe learning and learning new hobbies and stuff like that. So, um, it, it kind of sucks, but then again, you know, sometimes you just got to make the best of what you got. What's, what's a new hobby that you want to learn? So I, I mean, yeah, I've been really into, I've been really, well, ever since I was young, I guess I was really into cars and I was also really into like sneakers and, you know, stuff like that. Ever since I was younger, I, I, I used to, to camp out at malls overnight and used to, <laughs> used to camp out for these sneakers and then and, and resell them. And that's how I was kind of making money when I was younger. So I want to kind of get back into that. Um, I'm really interested in, uh, I'm really interested in, you know, Asian cars, JDM cars, JDM stands for Japanese domestic market. So I'm really into stuff like that. So I've been kind of just planning, you know, like what, what cars I want to get when I'm older. And, and I'm just been kind of, you know, trying to research, Excellent. Well, Samad, it's been fantastic having you here. Before we let you go, I'm going to subject you to the lightning round. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. Okay. Popcorn, yes or no? Yes. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Super Mario or Sonic the Hedgehog? Ooh, Sonic. All right, excellent. I think that's definitely the path less taken uh, for most of the people we've talked to, so I applaud that. Uh, favorite team to play as in FIFA? Favorite team to play as? Probably my ultimate team. All right, excellent. Uh, and last but not least, this is the big question this year, who has the worst haircut on the New York Red Bulls too? Ooh, I just saw Sharif just shaved his head, so I'm going to have to go with Sharif. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I feel like we're getting a, a trend here now. <laughs> Sharif, <laughs> it's, it's not looking good, bud. Uh, Samad, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I really hope that we get back out there uh, sooner rather than later, but of course, safely. And we we wish you nothing but the best of luck for the season. Awesome. Hey, thanks, thanks for having me. It was fun. Well, that does it for us today. You know, nice, short, and sweet talking to players. Hopefully, giving you guys a little bit of entertainment during all this. It's so crazy out there. I hope everybody is being safe and being smart and practicing social distancing. And hopefully, this ends soon. Definitely not ideal. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people in worse situations, but uh, I'm ready for this to be done. Anyway, uh, Thank you for following along, and uh, hopefully we'll be bringing you full episodes soon. Again, we're brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network, Icarus FC, and Roughneck Scarves. Thank you very much. Have a great night. <laughs>